0: Hello everyone, it's April, Nikki, and Angela, and together we are Celestial Compass, where we combine practical with the mystical to help you navigate divine harmony from within. Now enjoy the show. Hello everyone, today's episode is a solo episode with me, Angela. As we started recording episodes and talking about human design mixed in with Reiki and all the things that we talk about, it occurred to me that many of you may not have any information on human design or even know what it is. Without some basic information, it can seem like I'm talking a completely different language. So, today's episode is all about human design. So, you can come back and reference it if we talk in other episodes and you're not sure what we're talking about, and you won't feel so lost when we start talking about it. So, let me get started. Human design is this amazing modality that combines astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, auras, and chakras into this thing called a rave mandala. I often refer to it as astrology supersized. If you've ever like taken a personality test, um, an integrant, know your Enneagram, um, the Meyer Briggs or anything like that, this is like the ultimate personality test in my mind. The information comes from... Your time and date of birth and the planetary alignments when you were born and about three months prior to your birth. When it's believed that your soul made an agreement with God on what you would come to accomplish here on earth. And it just blew my mind. So first, what you're going to need to do is go to mybodygraph.com and pull your body graph. So when you look at it, it's going to have nine centers, some triangles, squares, diamonds, And there'll be some color on it with numbers and lines. And it looks like a circuit board pretty much because it is. It's a circuitry of our body and how our energy works. Um, You'll also see on there um, your strategy and authority listed. And if you do nothing else with human design, Learning your strategy and authority and how you're designed to energetically exist and make decisions in life is life-changing. If you only do that, it will totally change the way you move through the world. Um, I'll tell you that we live in a society that is designed for manifest generators and generators, where does, you know, we are been raised and told that We have to produce, you work harder, you'll get everything you want. You just work harder, faster, work harder, and faster. And not everybody is designed to work that way. Not everyone is designed to move through the world that way. And that's how people get burned out. Because you're not energetically designed to work your ass off and kill yourself. So for your strategy, you'll be one of five things. You'll either be a manifester, a generator. A manifest generator, projector, or the very rare and elusive reflector. So I'm gonna go over the five energy type five energy types, and so we're gonna start with the manifester. So a manifester is here to initiate, they are the only energy type that is designed to initiate projects, ideas. They're the only ones that can go out and do something without being invited, without responding. So they're the creators, the ones that are supposed to create these ideas, right? And these projects. Manifestors are, they have a repelling aura, which you're like, what the hell does that mean? So we all have different aura types and a repelling aura means they really don't need anybody else to exist. They're extremely independent. Manifestor children, particularly, are the ones that want to do it all themselves. Um, they're the ones that kind of go off and do their own thing. Like, and may not tell their parents. Like, they'll say, I'm going outside to play. And then they're over at the neighbor's house. You're like, oh my God, where are my kids? Blah, blah, blah. And they're totally fine. They come back home. Nothing's ever happened. It's super important as a manifester to learn to inform people around you. Not get permission, because y'all know that my thing is all about parent-child. No energy type is made to to be told what to do, but particularly manifestors, they are not here to ask permission. They are completely independent. They're completely self-sufficient, which is really hard for a parent because we're supposed to guide and and raise these kids, and they are completely independent on their own. They really don't need us. Um, but they also don't know what's safe and what's not safe. So they kind of do need us, but just teach them to inform you. Right. And even adults see so you manifester adults. They just kind of do a thing. Their partner is say a generator or a, pro- or a projector and the manifestor just does what they want and never tells their partner what they're doing. And it's extremely frustrating for the other energy being because they're just kind of doing what they want. So just say, Hey. I'm going to go for a walk or, Hey, I'm going to buy that thing. And that's like super important for a manifester. Um, So next we have generators and I am a generator and we are designed to be worker bees. And most, large part of the population are generators. Um, we're designed to be the worker bees of the world. We're designed to respond to life. Um, we have a magnetic aura that attracts who and what we need to us when we are living in alignment. When we are doing things that fill our cup, that bring us joy, that make us happy. And that joy inside of us just overflows and our auric field expands. And we just engulf everything that we need. We bring people to us. We bring resources to us. It's all about that. Generators, we have a defined sacral center, which is the most powerful center in your body graph. It is where your life force energy comes from. And that's what makes us different from manifestors and from projectors and reflectors. Neither uh, None of those energy types have sacral energy. So we have a lot of energy to burn right? We have consistent access to that energy. So a lot of times, like we're the ones that are like, can't sit still. We're like, go, go, go. We got to get stuff done. Let's do this here. Let's do that there. We can run circles around people. Um, and that's just our energy type and how we function, um, having consistent access to that sacral. We also loan our sacral energy to non-sacral beings. Um, I know that from personal experience because I have a non-sacral being as a child. He's a projector and he borrows my sacral energy all the time. So when I say we're meant to respond to life, we are here to get ideas or have ideas presented to us. And then we have to wait. We get a sacral response, which if you are in touch with your body will feel like a uh uh-huh or an uh uh-uh in your gut, okay? And we'll talk more about this when we get into authority, but we are designed to listen to our gut, then wait for the external confirmation from the universe. We have to wait. We do not like to wait. (laughs) Um, Nobody likes to wait. We're in a society of I want it now, I want it right now. And waiting is hard, but just, you know, Reflectors have it worse. They have to wait a whole lunar cycle. But um, anyway, so that's like a big thing. We are not here here to, if generators have a lot of energy, manifest generators are like super energized. In fact, many people that have been diagnosed with ADHD are more than likely probably manifest generators. Manifest generators are designed to do multiple things all the time this one thing I forgot to mention about generators, we are designed to, um, be the master of one, right? And the manifest generator is designed to be the master of many. A lot of times I I like to compare it to the rabbit and the hare. I mean the rabbit and the hare, the turtle and the hare story, right? They're racing. The hare is so much faster than the turtle, but the hare stops and gets a little Cocky and skips some steps, and has to kind of backtrack while the turtle turtle is slow and steady. And they end up reaching the finish line at the same time, even though the hare was faster. He wasn't as efficient um, in getting to that finish line. Where generators need steps, step by step. We're going to go step. By step by step to get to our end goal. And manifest generators will jump around and like start something and then they'll stop and go work on something else. And then they'll come back and they'll work on it a little bit more. And then maybe they skipped an important step. So they have to backtrack and do that. So we all get to the same finish line at the same time. They just do it faster and they can do more things at once. They are also designed to bring things that bring them joy, bring them life, bring them happiness and they overflow. And they also have a, and that and that helps power the, the world. Um, in fact, they they're designed to absorb the world with all of their senses, right? They're not here to just do one thing. They're here to do multiple things. And so like as a manifest generator, it's super important to constantly be checking in with yourself on If what you're working on or what you're doing is bringing you joy and happiness. Because if it's not, it's time to move on. It's okay not to complete something. I know as a society we've been taught that you start something, you must finish it. And, you know, in theory that's great. But not necessarily true. I mean, if it's not bringing you joy and it's making you miserable, don't freaking do it. Like, just stop. You know, we don't always have to hold to that commitment. If it's not, if it's sucking life out of us and not bringing us joy. Right. Then we have my favorite and most special place in my heart energy type, because my son is one is the projector. Um, when I found out that Ezric was a projector and how he was designed to move through the world, I saw him in such a, a beautiful light. Um, At first, I was kind of sad about it because it's kind of hard to understand when you operate a certain way, and my husband is also a generator and he operates a certain way, and trying to learn that just because you're designed to go, 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 do, do, do all the things that your child is not. And there are quite a few people in the world that are designed to do, 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 go, go, go. And 20% of the population are projectors, so they're not as as prevalent, right? And so at first I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so hard. It's so hard um, to understand it because that's not how I function, right? Or how we function or even how we were raised to function, right? But now I've grown like super attracted and like entranced by the projectors because they are really special and they're here to do really special things. Reflectors are too, but I've only encountered one reflector. Um, So I just think it's super special. So projectors are, they do not create their own energy because they don't have sacral centers. Okay, so as a projector, they're not meant to work 12 hour days. They're not meant to go, go, go. They need a lot of rest and downtime because they are absorbing a lot of other people's energy, especially if they're around generators. Let me tell you, this made so much sense. My kid has never been a good sleeper, like literally never. He's a baby. He hated sleeping. He's about to be seven. He still hates sleeping. Um, And I've done everything. I mean, I literally have tried everything. He's gotten kicked out of preschools because he won't nap. Like it's been a real struggle. Like the whole sleep thing's been a struggle. He's done sleep studies. We did melatonin, which I felt guilty about doing for many years. Um, Then we had to teach him how to create that melatonin naturally again because he couldn't sleep without it, but he still wouldn't stay asleep. And we had done all these things and like literally nothing worked. And I was just resigned to the fact that I was never going to sleep again through the whole time, through the, through the night. I was just going to have to live like a zombie. And when I found out he was a projector living with two man, two generator parents I was like, holy shit, it all makes sense. He doesn't know that he's tired, first of all, because he's borrowing our sacral energy. And he needs more freaking rest. He's going to school for seven, eight hours a day. And then he's coming home and we have extracurriculars and there's no real downtime and he's not resting and he's so exhausted by the time he goes to bed that he can't sleep, right? Generators and manifest generators are designed to, to completely expel their energy before they can sleep well. Projectors are not meant to be exhausted all the time. like that. In fact, I've seen projectors that are adults now and they have lived their life like, like generators and they are so burned out. They have started having health problems. They're tired all the time. They can't keep up. Um, they're just worn the fuck out. Right. And that's what happens when you're borrowing all this energy and you're expelling the little bit of energy that you have. So what we started doing, I said, let me, I'm going to experiment because you know, we human design is called a human experiment. You know, take the information, try it, see what works, see what doesn't, take it or leave it. So I said, okay, we're going to try this. Of course, he hated it. But when he'd get off of school, I would have him take a 30-minute nap. Okay. This is like around 3 or 4 o'clock. Now, most parents are like, oh, no, never let your child take a nap that late. They'll never go to sleep. That 30-minute nap, he'd go to bed at 7 o'clock, and he'd sleep through the whole night. So I thought, okay, first time. Maybe that's a fluke. We're going to try it again. Second day, we fought about taking a nap, but he did it. He slept through the night. I'm like, oh my God, I think I figured it out. I am not kidding you. If he gets a 30 minute to an hour nap in the day, doesn't matter what time of day it is. He will sleep through the night, no problem, because he had that time to recharge his energy, to expel the energy that he's borrowing and to get that rest so that he wasn't totally freaking exhausted at night to go to sleep. Guys, it's freaking amazing. Like, I am not kidding you. I feel like like I was given the key to my kid with when I filled that out. I was like, oh my God, I figured it out. So that's something special about projectors. Manifestors too, since they don't have sacral energy, they need to rest a lot more. Um, but give your... If you have a projector child, if you are a projector, give yourself permission to rest. Give yourself permission not to feel like shit because you can't keep up with the generators. It's okay. We all have our place. Okay. You don't have to be the super producer like a generator or a mansion. You don't have to you're just not designed to be that way and it's okay we all have our place we're all different and that's what i love about human design it shows us where we're different it embraces where we're different it shows us that we're designed to be this way and that nothing is wrong with us there's nothing wrong with us we're all designed to be different it's awesome so um projectors are here to be the guides of the world they're here to 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 show us the way right um i'm learning so much from going to get emotional Damn it. I'm learning so much from my little projector child. He is guiding. He's guiding our family in ways I never thought could happen. They're here to do that. They're here to show us the way they see things differently than us. They're able to get a bird's eye view of things. They see things as a bigger picture. Um, projectors are really good at seeing where flaws happen and where things need improvement. Right. Can you tell I'm a little passionate about parent child relationships through human design? Sorry. I get really emotional sometimes, but anyway, so they're here to to just show us the way to give us guidance. That's just their job. They're super special. In fact, I just agreed. Um, I reached out. Well, let me backtrack. So, All's all projectors, they function, you know, okay. Manifestors are here to initiate. Mangins and generators are here to respond to life, right? Projectors have to be invited or recognized. That has been the biggest struggle with having a projector child. How the hell do you teach a kid? Wait, wait, wait. Don't put yourself out there. <laughs> if you're living in alignment, they will come to you and you'll get the invitation and recognition you need. It's super hard to teach somebody that. But that's how they're designed. So as I was going to say, so I just recently agreed or invited a friend of mine um, that I met through a workshop who has been learning design for a few years now, and she is so knowledgeable and she's a projector. And I reached out to her to ask her to be my mentor to help me dive even deeper because human design, there are the basics that I'm going over, but then there are, I mean, you can go so deep into human design. Like it is just a never ending hole of information. And I reached out to her and asked her if she'd be my mentor. And yesterday we met up and she has agreed to be my mentor, to go really deep, to go into whatever I want to, to like really, really get the juicy goodness of human design so that I can share it with all of you guys. So I can share it with my clients. And so that I can just oh, help the children and parents of the world. That is my goal. Oh my God, that is my goal. Um and I'm super excited. And I'm and as we're talking yesterday, I'm like, yeah, you're totally project like you're totally guiding me and, and helping me like shift my focus and see things in ways that I I, I couldn't have seen it without you. So I am super excited about that. And we might have her on the podcast. I don't know, but it's amazing. So I'm super excited about that. But um, their auric fields are penetrating. So they do really well with one-on-one interaction, right? They do super well on -on one-on-one interaction. It's not to say that they don't do well in bigger groups, but they're penetrating in like auric fields. So they are here to become part of your auric field, to really see you for who you are. Like they can really see through the mask and the facade that we have to put up for for society that we feel like we've, we couldn't be ourselves. They are here to really see you for you and guide you, right? So that is their special superpower. Their ability is to really see you one-on-one. And it's funny when I know, when I learned these things, I mean, my kid was five, maybe when I started really like getting into human design. And I look back on his life and I'm like, oh my God, that's why he did that, right? Like he had a really hard time understanding that it's okay to be friends with multiple people. He would like really gear in on one person and then like had a hard time when he was little being friends with more than one person. I was like, oh man, so possessive. Like we need to learn every, but though that that's the way he's designed. He's designed to be with one-on-one people. So he'd connect with that auric field and he'd want to be with that person. And other people, it's a lot of noise, it's a lot of distraction, right? And I can tell now as he's older that when we go into large groups, it's very overwhelming for him. He needs time to really like um, adjust to the energy that's in the room. So it's really fascinating. Another really cool thing that I noticed and I'm trying to retrain him (laughs) because I untrained him, I conditioned him out of it, um, is when he was a child, We would be in the car and he would ask, mommy, what's your favorite dinosaur, right? And I'd be like, ah, Triceratops. And then he would say, ask me. And I used to be like, oh my God, just tell me. I said, you just don't, you don't have to ask every time. You can just tell me what you want to tell me. But no, he's a projector. He needs to be invited. He was trying to tell me and teach me. Mommy, I need to be invited to tell you what my favorite is, right? And I was just like, mind blown, Like he was already living the way he was. And here I am trying to condition him because it's inconvenient for me, but that's the way he's supposed to be. Isn't that amazing? Like I just love it. So um, they borrow their sacral energy from sacral beings, which as a projector, it can be really, really hard to know when to, when enough is enough because that's not your energy, right? You don't know that you're borrowing that energy. And so you go, 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 go. And then you're like, before you know it, you're like, oh, I can't go, 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 go anymore. Like my son has a really hard time knowing when to stop and when things are enough. That's something that can be very challenging. As a projector, you have to wait. Like managers and generators have to wait. Projectors need to wait at least 24 hours before they make big decisions. They need to process because they don't have that sacred response before making big decisions. And depending on what their authority is, depends on how they wait or how they respond. And next week's episode, we'll go over um, all of the authority types and how you're designed to make decisions. But just for today's episode, it's all about how we're energetically designed to interact and how our auric fields um, operate. So the last um, strategy type is the reflector. And if you're a reflector, it's very rare. There's not very many reflectors. In order to be a reflector, when you look on your body graph, it's going to be completely white. You're not gonna have any defined centers. You'll only have defined gates, um, which is where the color is on the actual number, but the triangles, squares, diamonds, all of that is going to be completely white. And reflectors are extra special because they are here to be the mirrors of what needs improvement the mirrors of what needs guidance. Right. And so they actually interact differently with every single person that they come in contact with, because that work field is going to tremendously affect their work field and how they show up in the world. So, um, they're not going to have a consistent way of being. They're not going to have a consistent way of interacting. They're not going to have a consistent way of doing things because they are just not designed to be that way. In fact, um, I came in contact with over uh, the reflector um, not too long ago, and I was curious because I've never met a reflector. I've read about them, learned about them, but I've never actually met one. So I had all these questions and she was actually very open to all my inquisi- inquisitive questions. Um, but one thing that reflectors have to do is they have to wait a full lunar cycle to make decisions which I talked to her and I asked her if that's what she does. And she said, that's unrealistic, which it's, I, I completely agree, especially in today, today's world, Mafus can wait 28 days to make any decision. Um, but she understands how her orc work field works. And so She takes time to separate herself from people in order to make decisions. That way she can gain clarity because she understands that she operates differently with every single person that she interacts with, where she may be on board and ready to go talking to me about something because my energy is affecting hers. And then she separates herself and realizes that's not truly how she that's, she's really not on board with it. Right. Um, that's how they're designed to interact and they are, the new age, I guess is the word I'm looking for um, being, um, because they are here to see things differently than we do. So I think that's enough for this episode. It went a little longer than I anticipated, but I feel like it's necessary to give details on what we're talking about, especially when it comes to human design, because so many people have not heard of it. And just getting a little bit of the basics can be super helpful. So until next week, where I will be talking about the authorities before we release more episodes that include all three of us, Um, until next time, bye. Hey guys, if you like what we're doing here at Celestial Compass, we'd love to ask you to give us a rating and review. That is how we reach a larger, larger audience so that we can share this information to more people. As always, follow us on Facebook at Celestial Compass or on Insta at Celestial Compass 7. And if you have any ideas on topics or questions you want us to tap into on the show, connect with us at www.celestial-compass.com. Thanks.